2: Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents. This Saturday, the twentieth of October. Such a an ominous day. We could see the fall of the SCOMO government today, but in any event, we have more important issues to cover. You are listening to Asia Pacific Currents. This is Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle.
0: And I'm Pierre Morrow. Just to comment on that, Giselle. <laughs> I actually thought you were referring to the cloudy, rainy day, but obviously. <laughs> God it's, no. Uh, God it's, no. It,
2: it, I don't uh, comment on
0: Name things like the weather. That's right. But of course, uh, you realize for all our international listeners, the SCOMO
2: government, you go, who, where, how. Oh, you make such a good – every now and again, you you drop a gem on air. You're right. So for the international listeners, uh, the Scott Morrison government is on a, a knife's edge here in Australia. Uh, they have a one-seat majority and there is a by-election in a seat that could tip them into minority government.
0: That's right, and of course there's a big rally here in Melbourne uh, next Tuesday, a big trade union rally. We need a, a pay rise, so hopefully we'll be there. So we hope to see all our listeners there, and we'll be happy to give autographs, won't we, Giselle? <laughs> um, I don't know why you laugh. Why don't really? you tell
2: people what's coming up on the show? Uh,
0: um, I will. On the uh, well, we usually have well, well, have the usual roundup of uh, labor news from the region, but also we have a um, interview with Paul Dizon, who is the the president of the Namasufa uh, Trade Union in um, Mindanao in southern Philippines, who um, it, uh, he's going to talk about an ongoing um, strike at a, a very big banana plantation in southern Mindanao and the issues that they're facing because, of course, it, there's also martial law uh, still in Mindanao. So that's an ongoing um, strike, and I think we actually brought some uh, news of it um, just a couple of weeks ago. But, of course, thank you very much to Solidarity Breakfast for another very interesting show. And the music you were listening to was One Day by Died Pretty. I think, oh, the other way, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it was a very soulful type music. And, of course, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia-Asia Worker Links. Is it? That's correct. <laughs> Every week for... 27 years, I think.
2: Did you want to? Uh, oh, wow, that's older than me. Did you want to give out the details of the show? Not of, of quite, Australia not Asia Working
0: She's a grasshopper, but she's almost not a grasshopper anymore. <laughs> so, um, should we just go to the news items? Certainly. I think you've got the first one there.
2: Let's start with news from around the region, and we're kicking off in Pakistan. <coughs> this week saw another major incident at the Ghadani shipyards where at least seven workers were injured, three critically, when the disused oil tanker they were working on caught fire. To make matters worse, the fire brigade had difficulty reaching the ship and volunteers and other workers had to go in there to rescue the workers that were injured in the process. Just last week, there were two separate fire incidents on other ships, but no workers were injured. While there's been an ongoing effort to unionise and improve conditions at at these ship-breaking yards for years, the reality is that the working and living conditions for most of these workers remain appalling. Similar situations can be found in the ship yards in India and Bangladesh.
0: That's right. And uh, if you're interested to see more, you can always uh, go and uh, Google or YouTube them and there's some very interesting docos about that. Uh, we now go um, nearby to India where a general strike has been planned in Tamil Nadu. On uh, Tuesday of this week, more than 500 workers representing 13 trade union organisations met in Chennai, the capital of Tam- Tamil Nadu. To um, lend their support to the striking workers of Yamaha, Royal, Enfield and MSI, among others. Uh, these are all um, uh, actions that we've brought you updates over the last couple of months. At this meeting, they demanded that companies need to organize, need to recognize independent trade unions, sign collective agreements with the workers, abolish the use of insecure employment arrangements and for the Indian governments both state and federal to implement labour laws. The workers have agreed to work towards the development of a 12-point charter of demands leading leading to and organising a series of more meetings with the view of holding a general strike in early January of next year.
2: And in Turkey last month, we reported on the big strike by thousands of workers at the new Istanbul Grand Airport that's been constructed over the appalling... Well, the protest was over the appalling health and safety conditions at the site. While most of the 600 Turkish construction workers that were detained by police after breaking up the strike have been released, around 35 workers remain in jail. Among them is Özgür Karabulut, who is the president of DISC and the Progressive Union of Construction Workers, as well as other leaders of Insartish Union. There's an international campaign calling for the release of all of these imprisoned workers and you can find those online and we'll post them on Facebook too.
0: And um, we go um, uh, next door to Iraq where over the last two months four high-profile women in Iraq have been murdered in what were targeted assassinations. Now interestingly, while the women were not connected to each other and only some were political, they all had a public presence and were critical of the rigid views that exist in Iraq about how women should think, dress and behave. Labor and human rights activists see these murders as connected to the growing influence of hardline, socially conservative uh, militias that are increasingly becoming more important in Iraq. These groups have um, really developed as a result of the US-led invasion and occupation of Iraq in conjunction with the associated political economy and mechanisms of the so called war on terror.
2: And refugees continue to suffer in Australia's concentration camps. The last few weeks has seen an increase in the reporting of the disa- disastrous health conditions for refugees, especially of the mental health of children in the offshore concentration camps of Nauru and Manus. The government of Nauru this week deported Dr. Nicole Montana a senior Australian doctor offering medical care to refugees on suspicion that she was leaking information about the health of refugees to the Australian media and others. At the same time, the Australian government has quietly transferred several refugee families to Australia from Nauru this week for medical reasons. The fight for refugee rights and the closure of these concentration camps continues. There'll be a rally on Saturday the 27th of October at 2 o'clock at the State Library in Melbourne, calling on the closure of Manus and Nauru, while on Friday the ninth of November there'll be another rally at Jetstar Corporate Headquarters on 79 Victoria, parading Collingwood to stop deportations of asylum seekers. I mean,
0: it, it's quite incredible every time I, I hear those stories that how long – this has almost been going for two decades, this issue against mandatory detention and offshore uh, offshoring into these concentration camps – Um, I'm sure someone will eventually write a very, very long book at all these uh, crimes. Um, We now go to Cambodia, where the continued expansion of the tourist industry in Cambodia over the last 15 years has generated an unprecedented construction boom this uh, has then um, spawned a growing demand for bricks i e to build these uh, these buildings now while over ten while it's been over ten years that reports first started to emerge at the appalling conditions for workers and the widespread use of children at these brick-making enterprises, things do not seem to be changing much over the last decade. Um, more recent reports, i.e., over the last few months, continue to indicate the use of debt bondage uh, to keep uh, workers compliant, and child labour and and uh, child labour and brick fa- factories are still widespread. Uh, wages are usually less than one hundred US dollars a month, with punishingly long work days. Lax or non-existent occupational health and safety laws, widespread corruption and a crackdown on independent unions means that injuries to workers are common, but there is no national register to keep a count. So how's that for making sure that occupational health and safety is not a problem? You just don't count it.
2: And last Sunday, over a 1,000 migrant workers held a demonstration in central Seoul in South Korea in their continuing campaign against the super-exploitation that they endure. Migrant workers receive lower wages and have higher injury rates than in Korean-born workers due to the vulnerable position they find themselves in. The workers are demanding the legalisation of undocumented migrant workers, a mandated living wage, secure employment contracts, better housing provisions, termination of the levies or taxes that are imposed on them, a guaranteed right to live, better welfare provisions and an end to discriminatory practices against migrant workers. In South Korea, there are about 250,000 workers registered under a low skilled work permit which is a three-year system, but there are another estimated 330,000 unregistered or illegal migrant workers there. Overall, there are another 1.5 million non-Korean-born migrants living in South Korea under a a number of other visa systems.
0: Sounds very much like, a bit like here in Australia and many of their countries, but at least uh, in South Korea, they seem to be slightly more organised than than here, the migrant uh, workers.
2: Slightly is um, a generous description of Australia. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Well, with that, um, I'm not too sure. I think, was there a bit of cynicism creeping there, the last comments for the last two stories or something? Well, you
2: did say I'm almost not a grasshopper. I believe cynicism comes with age, so... All right. It's filling these big shoes you've created for me.
0: That's right. That's right. And uh, people, I think, next year will will eventually work out how how old you are when you're not a grasshopper anymore. But anyway, it's um, just on 11 past nine o'clock. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia, Asia Worker on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. We'll go to a community announcement. And then we'll be back with that interview with Paul Dizon about the uh, ongoing um, strike at the banana plantation in mindanao in the southern philippines
1: we'd never do that freddie
2: excellent we're planning such a good time with you freddie Come to the screening of Bohemian Rhapsody on Thursday, November the 8th from 6.30pm at Palace Westgarth Cinemas and have a real good time with Freddie Mercury and Queen. Tickets are 25 full, $20 concession online at 3cr.org.au or from the station, 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. You can also call 9419 8377 during business hours. All funds raised go to keeping 3CR on air. Stop
0: me now if you want to have a good time. that sounds like a great fundraiser to get to to support your favourite community radio station 3CR radio and it's just on uh, 13 past 9 o'clock as we mentioned earlier in the um, in the program uh, this week um, a few days ago we managed to um, catch up with Paul Dizon, who is the president of uh, the Nama Sufa Trade Union in Mindanao they're, um, they're working at the Sumi- Sumifru uh, Banana Plantation in southern Mindanao and they've been on an extent that strike, and on this uh, interview, you'll hear basically that it's an isolated area, so a lot of the workers have no choice but to work at this major um, uh, banana plantation. And also, while it is mentioned, you've also got to remember that uh, Mindanao is still under martial law, and um, for a lot of uh, farm workers in the Philippines. Uh, and it's mentioned in the interview, the um, massacre of Hacienda Luzita is still very real for people. And that was um, over 10 years ago. There was a um, another strike at a big um, um, Hacienda or a big farm where the military and the police uh, went in and, um, and killed over 10 people. Um, so th- that's a very real um, threat and an issue for many of these workers. But we'll go straight to the um, interview. Can you describe to us the type of workplace that this banana plantation is like?
1: In the workplace, sir, inside the what we call a a packing plant, inside the packing plant, sir, uh, workers are inside the banana packing plant. Workers are very exposed in chemicals, and the management is not uh, is not giving us the right personal protective equipment because not giving it properly to us. So inside the working place, it is very hazardous for uh, not healthy for the worker. But for us, for us workers, we still work packing plant inside the packing plant because we have no other jobs that we can work with. So we are solely relying on this packing plant because in our province, this municipality, the Compostela, Banana plantation is uh, the first job that you can get in our province, sir. So for us work, for us workers, we, we always demand the proper equipment, the proper health safety for us uh, for the workers because we believe that we are part of the production. So the company profits a lot because of us workers. Working in this fucking plant. Workers are, uh, we workers, we have no choice but to follow the work because we have no other means of living. We, we only rely on banana plantation.
0: Was the health and safety issue the main issue that you went on strike, or were there other issues as well that you oh. were complaining about?
1: That is just part of the issue, sir. But the main issue, why the workers the union conducted the strike, it is because we want a CBA or collective bargaining agreement to the management, because uh, the management or the Sumo- Sumifru, the Philippines Corporation, is the legitimate employer of the workers. So in the law of the Philippines, uh, actually, it is international international law that the union has has the right to bargain to the company so that is the main reason sir so why the workers are now struggling why the workers are now fighting for the cba because without without this uh, cba uh, workers merely survive because because of low in income dangerous workplace so and the workers also want to be regular because here in our packing plant, we work. We already working at uh, 10, uh, 5 to 18 years, and right now still we are not. The management didn't recognize us as the regular employee. So that is one of the reasons why the, the workers uh, decide to conduct this strike. First, of, first and foremost, the regu- uh, regularization, and then secondly, the uh, collective bargaining agreement or the CDA.
0: Unfortunately, the issue of regular employment and a collective agreement is something that many workers here in Australia understand very well. As I believe, the strike involves eight different unions there in that same company. Was it difficult to get all the unions to work together?
1: Before last year, sir, the packing plant or the packing plant, a packing plant has eight different unions, but uh, we decided to get the what they call this the consolidation or the certificate of consolidation in Dole, so that the eight unions can become one. So uh, last August 9, 2018, we received the certification of consolidation. That certificate stated that and Fanaplokeino is now. A consolidation of eight local unions. So right now, sir, we have only one union standing in this parking in this area or in Sumifro District Six. So we uh, we merge as one, sir. That is that is what we did so that we can work together as one. So uh, in Philippines, it is given by the law or the labor code or the labor standard in the Philippines. So we just follow the process how to get that certification.
0: In in Australia, um, unions uh, join up here as well. Now, the government, the Filipino government recently has declared an assumption of jurisdiction in regards to your strike. What does that mean?
1: So that means uh, if AG or assumption of jurisdiction is imposed or it is implemented. uh, The strike, uh, the strike, affects the national uh, interest of the country. So for us, uh, we condemn that AG or assumption jurisdiction because Sumitro-Philippines Corporation did, didn't affect the economy of the Philippines because uh, the fact that Sumitro produce is being exported outside the country. So the main reason that for us, the our Secretary of Labor, Secretary Bellio, Give that EJ or assumption jurisdiction. It is because it was paid or it is being paid by the company in order for that uh, assumption jurisdiction to be implemented. So, if A G or assumption of jurisdiction is implemented or given to the strike, the first, uh, the first thing that certificate uh, that assumption jurisdiction has is that back to work. Uh, all the strikers must back to work and all the all the strikers will back to and then uh, no CBA or no regularization so it will be stay the same sir before the strike uh, it will be stay the same so if, if if we comply that assumption of jurisdiction we we, we can't we can't get that CBA and the regularization so for us uh, under the union of the KMU the NAFRO KMU we condemn that uh, that EJ because the Supreme Court of the Philippines already ordered that Sumitro Philippines Corporation is the legitimate employer of the Namasopan Afrokeño so because of that EJ so we are very hopeless because we, we follow the process the legal process in our government we follow the rules in conducting strike because here in in her in our country we must get what they call a sort of permit in order for us to conduct a legal strike
0: yes we understand that and it's it's great that you are still on strike but unfortunately there is a history in the philippines and the hacienda luisita is a tragic example of striking farm workers being killed. Do you think you are in any danger?
1: Uh, right now sir, we are here in, in danger because there are reports coming to us that every now and then soldiers or militaries will try to uh, enter in our office or will, will try to uh, force us or will try to kill the leaders uh, especially me, uh, all the leaders who are are in great danger because there are always and um, deep threats coming there, there is always uh, policemen or military passing by here in our office and still the workers or the union still standing still we are still fighting right now even though these uh, state forces are harassing us so what happened in ashingdata will Maybe will happen to us also because of the martial law right now here in Mindanao. There's martial law. And the state forces are very, uh, they're trying to illegally disband or destroy our strike camps last August 11. So right now the leaders are in great danger because of martial law. And we believe that the management of Sumifro used the state forces and destroy the strike
0: camp of the workers. We certainly hope that you will be all right and uh, we offer our solidarity to you and to your fellow workers. As a last question, what support are you getting from your local community, from other unions there in, in Mindanao?
1: Our local union, sir, uh, under the NAFLO or under the KMU or Telosang Mayono is always helping us financially, moral support, everything that they can give us, sir, they they always help helping us. But uh, I just wanted to ask for any any help outside the country or the international community or the international union because... Here in the Philippines, unions under the PNU is being, is being tagged as terrorist by the president or by the government. So, right now, the unions here in the Philippines are in great danger and the leaders of the unions cannot move or cannot become relaxed because or any uh, time of the day, Someone will be killed someone someone will be will get shot so um the unions the local unions service are always helping us but we never get any support from the government or the a local government in our country hence they are the ones they are the ones that have helped the management or they are they are in the same side or they are in the same team so right now sir I'm just hoping for the help out for the country.
0: We can certainly offer our solidarity and tell you that we will broadcast this interview in the next few days and and we are uh, publicising your your struggle. We we'll will do that. the best working with the uh, comrades here in Australia to make sure that you're protec- protected and that you and your fellow workers not only survive but can actually win... The strike.
1: We are very t- thankful for that, sir. Because we are experiencing here a media blackout. The mainstream media the mainstream media didn't even come here to us or interview us so that the issue will be broadcast nationwide in our country. We're hoping for broadcast or the that you will be doing sir in, in your country, sir in, in Australia.
0: No, no worries. We will keep working and um, seeing what we can do for you. So, um, look, thank you, thank you very much, and oh, yes, really, we we wish you all the all the very best, and um, please take yes, care sir. as 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 much as possible.
1: We will be fighting for our rights, rights as workers, rights to have CBDs, or rights to become regular worker of the company, sir.
2: 3CR always bringing you the latest union news. They're Don't coming you know after know us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. Sand. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. Don't you know,
0: so there is tens of thousands of jobs gone contracted sand. out to sham contracting arrangements.
2: On 855 am and on the web 3cr.org.au. Wasting time
0: it's just on 27 past nine o'clock here and you've been listening to an interview that we did just a few days ago with Paul Dizon, who is the president of the Namasufa Union and the ongoing strike at the Sumifro uh, Banana Plantation in Mindanao in southern Philippines and really the, the hard uh, life and the, uh, the dangers they're in while they're conducting the strike, really. Um, uh, Giselle, for basic uh, union rights. Absolutely, really.
2: yes. So a few announcements um, just in the closing minutes of the show first of all um, tuesday the twenty fourth of october don 't forget the Australia needs a pay rise rally meet at trades hall at ten a m this is a uh, all hands on deck all people off there off the jobs onto the streets for that one. On Wednesday, the 25th of October, there's a workers' solidarity meeting at Trades Hall at six o'clock. We're planning a conference on the 1st of December to look at change the rules, but going beyond change the rules and how to support workers in industrial struggle. Um, So once again, uh, Wednesday, the 25th of October at six o'clock at Trades Hall for a workers' solidarity meeting. Um, And then... uh, a demonstration almost every day now for Palestine for Refugees Against Racism. Just follow.
0: that's right. correct.
2: Follow, follow, follow all of the organisations whose politics you support on Facebook and you'll get notified of those events.
0: All right, that's a that's a well, good, broad, broad uh, brush. But yes, unfortunately, there's lots of issues that we need to fight. But that's all that we have time for. It's 29 past nine o'clock. Palestine, remember, it will be coming up straight after our program here on 3CR Radio. But that's all from me, Pierre Morrow. We'll be back next week, the same time, nine o'clock for another program of Asia Pacific Currents. And that's
2: it from me, Giselle Hannah.
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios
2: of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.